Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to Nubian Queen Radio Talk Show and Podcast. I am so, so, so excited about our guest on tonight. Well, just in case you don't know, I am your host for tonight, Queen Yolanda Mitchell. And I am just so excited about this queen that we're going to be listening to on tonight, y'all. She's a therapist. She's a queen. We was in a book collaboration, Queen Victoria. And she's just someone who's very eloquent, very outspoken, beautiful, beautiful soul. She's a beautiful person, great personality. I mean, well-spoken. I mean, I just love her, you know. And she's been a very a great encouragement for me um, and to me. And so I wanted to introduce her to you all. So, Queen Victoria, how are you doing? I am doing well. I'm glad to be here tonight. And I'm glad to, that um, I'm happy to be invited. Yes. Okay, well. Listen, we always tell our guests when they come on, you know, just stay excited like you are and let your hair down and, you know, don't be nervous about anything. Listen, we're just having a conversation. So, will you tell us a little bit more about your about yourself? Kind of tell the guests, you know, who you are, what you do, things like that. Yes, ma'am. So, I am Victoria Barber. And for a living, and I believe is my calling, uh, a step uh, into my destiny is um, being a mental health therapist. Um, I am currently finishing up my hours to become fully licensed here in Kentucky, and I also am a mentor. Um, I am a mentor, and I am a co-author of Elevation to Clean Status. I know that's right. You're doing it all. I know one day we were on um, on Clubhouse. You know we love ourselves on Clubhouse. <laughs> and you yes. were talking, and, and the questions that you gave were like, so the questions that you asked us, it made me think like it made, you know, it made you think. So I, I know that you are definitely, you know, in the right vein as a, a therapist and, you know, um, and you're very intelligent. I mean, you really ask questions that are, that's thought-provoking. That's what I'm saying. That's the word. And so, um, and I was just excited about having you on on Clubhouse because we really truly enjoyed ourselves. It really got us, you know, interested and um, in 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 Clubhouse. And I was excited about it. I was like, oh my goodness, this queen right here, she really knows how to open it up. You really know how to really just get people to just really think about things that they would not have normally thought about. And so that's what I loved about it. When you were on the show, I was just like, she is perfect for this. Like, you should definitely do that more often. So I'm, I'm ready for when you have your own room, queen, when you call us to come on and you have us just to talk and you start asking questions and things like that. So people may be getting on and thinking they're just going to sit back and chill. You're like, no. I need y'all to ask questions because I have y'all here for a reason. We're talking about the shift. Mm-hmm. We're talking about shifting your mindset. We're talking about, you know, doing things on a different level. What about your relationship with the father? You know, so I, listen, I was excited. So I do want to ask you a question. When did you discover your passion for your calling or your purpose? You know, it's very hard to answer that because, mm-hmm. um, I was already, I like what T.D. Jake said, 
um, uh-huh. I am what I always was. And so oh. uh, I have always been um, me. So it's mm-hmm. interesting because I remember in my sophomore year, that's when I started noticing and it had been happening even before my sophomore year in college that people would come up and just talk to me and open up and tell me things. And and I, I just remember that I was on this basketball court and this woman was apparently on substances and I didn't recognize any of the signs at that time. Um, and she just opened up to me and she said, I, I you know, people would explain themselves to me like I do go to church and I just wouldn't even say a word. I hadn't even said a word about God. But I would say that I really started understanding more of the direction that I wanted to go in and who I was in Christ and feeling like, wow, um, I felt set apart in, during my master's. Mm-hmm. So I think that I actually had to be in it. Um, in order to know, and it was so important to me that I didn't even date. Um, I would talk to people, but I knew it was like carrying a baby for three and a half years. Mm-hmm. And I was protecting a spiritual baby that I knew right. that I couldn't give up. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Listen. Yeah. That is something because you have to you have to protect that, especially when you yeah. know what it is that you're carrying. You know, a lot of people don't know what they're carrying, or if they they know they have a calling on their life, they don't know how to protect it. You know how to nurture mm-hmm. it. You know how to say, mm-hmm. you know, as I know what I'm carrying, I'm not going to allow this situation or this kind of person to enter to my life to cause me to uh, abort or have, you know, my baby premature or, you know, cause stress, you know, on and things like that. So that's a, that's a beautiful thing. Like, I'm just, yeah, I'm excited about it. And um, that's a great answer. And thank you for that, Queen. I'm going to pass the mic to Queen Ernestine. You know what? I... Queen Victoria, I do not want to overlook what you said because I think it is important for people to know what they carry, whether it's it's, it's your vision, your anointing, your purpose, and and you can relate it to a a natural woman having a, a child and She's carrying this child for nine months and she has to have vitamins and she has to walk and she has to take care of herself and, and, and eat right because of what she has on the inside of her. And see, a lot of times we don't know what we carry, but when we find out we have purpose on the inside of us, when we find out we have greatness on the inside of us, it's, the timing is everything. Because there is a process, yeah. there is a birthing period, and when you birth, you go through travail. Oh, ooh, I'm going somewhere. Yeah. You have to travail in the birthing. So I'm sure there are seasons, you know, whew, trimesters, stages that you went yeah. through carrying your baby, carrying what you have to produce, 
in this earth, what yeah. you have to leave as far as legacy and generational. So if if you don't mind, you don't have to walk us through the process or the steps, but can you help someone? Because this is, this is a platform. We, we reach 176 countries and all over the United States. And someone is hearing your voice, and, and they're pregnant with destiny, male mm-hmm. or female, king or queen. They, they, they are pregnant with destiny. And, and, mm-hmm. and some of them may be in a process where they need a midwife. They need, need a destiny helper. <laughs> they, they may need someone to help them hold their hand to, to stay push and, and to breathe. And, and some may be on bed rest and some may be ready to give up, you know, and don't even know. And some may need an emergency C-section to get this thing out of them because it's been in them too long. Hallelujah, mm-hmm. Jesus. So the process, my God, the process that you had to walk through when you realized when you was aware my God, when you was aware what you had on the inside of you was valuable and had to be protected, it had to be nurtured. Can you just explain a little about the process? I yield oh the my mic. goodness, the process. Oh my goodness. So we're going to go back to 2015 and I was applying for uh, one university um, here at home in Louisville, and I did not get in. And so when I found that out, I was actually on the end of this, this was after Easter um, of 2015, so it was April, and I found out, and I was on the floor devastated crying because, see, what had worked for me to get into college was that I only had to apply to one school, and I got in because I met all the criteria. But this was mm-hmm. different. And I did not do as well as I did in high school and college. And so I needed for someone to see that I still had purpose in me because my GPA was too low. And so um, I ended up applying to Liberty University online and they just, they said that I had to do prerequisite classes before I fully got accepted into my program that I needed. And so I did those classes. Mm but. What I would like to say is, is that I went to my mom and my mom, my mom was like, get off the floor. And um, so I, she told me that she had been seeing Liberty on TV advertised. And um, I went through that process and I started the day before my, I turned 23. So I started May 11th of 2015 and it was pretty special to me. And I just, um, throughout those three, three and a half years, I just couldn't date. I was afraid to uh, uh, repeat the same patterns of allowing relationships to take up my time and for it to be taken away from me because the whole time, those three and a half years, I had to be, I had to remember that I was on the floor because I was scared not to go back to school. I was scared of the rejection, so I did not want to lose what God had given me, which was another chance. And so um, I had to protect the baby for three and a half years. And then in the last year 
Um, I had I saw another opportunity to get into a doctoral program and uh, got allowed. So while I was starting my career in January of 2019, I was also starting um, a new program, which was the doctoral program. And so um, a lot was happening. I was um, I was finally going through the labor process. Uh, starting in January, and that is what I actually talk about in Elevation of Queen Status. Um, just that hard year and a half, it seems like it took a year and a half to finally give birth to what I had been laboring with. And also, um, and I think in there, my chapter, I talked about being pregnant and a man trying to feel around for my stomach and I was covering up my stomach um, and then at the same time I was starting a new level that I didn't feel ready for I didn't feel ready for a doctoral level I just got done with my master's degree and so it was like God allowed me to graduate from one level start on a new level but obtain the skills that I needed for the level that I just finished. So I didn't feel completely ready. I did. I definitely needed him and depended on him a lot more. Ooh, my God. And so for you going through that process, how did you discover your purpose in, in that season you were in? Cause something you said that was very important you said you, you, you fell on the floor and your mom mm-hmm. said, get up. But you mm-hmm. had to make a decision to get up. And then your mom said, try this. You had to make a decision to apply. And then when you applied, yeah. they said, okay, but you got to take these classes first. And you had to make the decision to say, you know what? I'm going to take these classes because you had an mm-hmm. end goal. And it's all about yeah. you making that decision, but with each one of those steps, because you're taking us somewhere, with each one of those steps from you um, feeling like a failure, feeling like, because you said, I, I had to show that, you know, a lot of us sometimes feel inadequate, like we're not good enough, we're not capable enough, um, you know, this is a challenge for me and I feel like I can't meet this challenge. But mm-hmm. it was to me it was almost like you had to prove something to yourself first. But Oh yeah. I'm as I'm hearing you talk about this to me it wasn't even about you. It was, it was about the journey that God was taking you on. But with each step you had to make a decision. Mm-hmm. You you didn't lay there. You didn't stay there. You didn't dwell there. You pressed. Yeah. You pushed. You got up. And so I'm reminded. I'm reminded about like the hurdles in life and and how even if you're running this race and you got hurdles in front of you, you you jump over it. You keep going. And I'm I'm seeing as you taking us through these steps, the different hurdles, but the outcome for you through the, through that process, what was your ultimate purpose? 
Where did you learn about Victoria? And and you you said it right. I didn't stay there. And so, uh, what I've known about myself for a long time, but it becomes more clear is that I don't like to be stagnant. And so, I was working when I started school. I was actually not even a year. I was uh, two months shy of being a year into the job as a bookkeeper, and it was repetitive. There was no movement, um, and I don't like that. I don't like feeling dead inside. I don't like feeling still. Um, and so, yes, my master's was is a step into my calling. However, my my master's was also another step into me. Um, because I, I had self-discovery. Um, they would always give us assignments where it challenged what we knew about ourselves and reflecting about who we are. Um, because in, even as a therapist, you have to be self-aware. You have to be aware of how you're feeling and making sure that the way that you're feeling isn't impacting the session. My and Lord. So, yes. And so um, I discovered a lot of who I did not, I didn't meet, I didn't know this Victoria. I didn't know who I was as a, in, you know, I, I had a lot of discovery to do that I didn't do in college. Um, and so it was just a uh, self-development, um, educational development, spiritual development, um, Liberty University is a Christian college, so it challenged me spiritually also. And so what happened was that when I finished December of 2018, uh, my my master's, I stepped right into uh, January 2nd into where the book, my chapter in the book, Tate talks about. And I learned even more about myself because then I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I'm just now starting and I already have people who have been in this for many more years than me. I have people who are in their 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s who are jealous of me and I don't even feel like I completely know what I'm doing. And it's like, what did I do? Mm -hmm. I was completely anxious every single day of that job. Um, I was, I did not feel confident about what I was doing. Um, I was gaslit. I was manipulated. Um, one time I was told that um, you got 100% that your quality of work um, went down. And I was like, well, that can't be true because every month I copy and paste and just fill in what's new about what's going on. And so I was definitely challenged for a year and a half, and it took a year and a half to fully step into the part where I am working on my licensure. And I didn't listen that January of 2020. Um, I had been blinded from what was true. I thought that there was a certain accreditation that my school needed, and it didn't. And even when God told me during my January fast that, that I was good to go, I stayed and I had to be, you know, some things, I had to encounter some things. 
um, in order to have uh, throw my hands up and not throw my hands up as in give up, but more like surrender to where I'm supposed to be because um, May of 2020, I was told I was behind. And when you're told you're behind, oh my goodness, it hits different. And I didn't like that. Like I said, I'm not stagnant and I don't like to be behind. Um, so that hit me differently. And right after that, I applied for a new job. In the next month, I left uh, that the job that um, I was in for a year and a half. Wow. Wow. You know what? <laughs> it is so much to you. That is no wonder you had to write a book. <laughs> and I, I see many more coming because it's so much to your story. Is so much to dissect from your story. And I can just keep going and on and on and on, but I, I'm not going to haul the mic from, from, from my co-host, so I'm going to <laughs> yield the mic and pass it on to Queen Yolanda. I pass it on to you, Queen. Mm-hmm. I tell you, you know, um, so Queen, I, I, I know that, you know, you experienced something, you know, something that was like a light bulb moment for you that you said that I have to pivot. I have to shift and I have to do something different with my life or I'm going to die here. You know, like I just got to make some moves. Why don't you just make up your mind that you say I'm just going to be bold and separate myself from people that don't mean me any well, people who are manipulative. How, when did you make that um that change, that shift in your mind, because it takes it takes a shift. It takes you to have went through something and to be fed up, tired of it, and want something different to happen. When do you recall a moment in your life where you said, "I just, I just had to, to change"? I, you know, I know you talked about, you know, not dating and things like that because that's big. You know, like a lot of people they feel about, "Oh, I had to make a decision." that I, you know, dating and I'm just going to safeguard this thing and I don't want to tamper with. But when is that moment in your life that you said that I just have to do something uh, different? I just got to, I got to pivot. I just got to separate myself and just, and just do something different. Do you, tell us about a moment in your life when you just had to make that and what transpired during that mm. time to make you change and do something different. Mm. There's different times um i remember specifically in 2015 it was father's day weekend and we started going to a different church and Mm -hmm. it was a different spiritual challenge because for a long time since my parents divorced we've gone to a predominantly white church and i think Mm -hmm. for only two years we stepped away and went back to a uh baptist church but for the longest we've been to a predominantly white church and it just had a different atmosphere of growth Mm -hmm. and maturity and love. And um, and then it happened again in 2017. Um, I had been holding tightly to someone. I had been, Mm -hmm. we weren't together. We were very good friends for a long time. Um, but he never, he never made, I was part of a list. I was never going to be the one. 
And mm. so when I realized oh. that, yes, mm-hmm. when I realized that, I started making plans. I started, how am I going to improve? How am I going to, you know, I was already in school, but I was thinking about more school. Um, and then I feel like there have been more times, especially this mm-hmm. year, and in mm-hmm. 2021, where, um, and in 2020, where there's just been having, having to be shifts in different areas. In 2020, it was career. Um, 2021, it was, I don't even, getting back focused for school because I had to switch doctoral programs. Um, And then this year, it's, I believe that it's definitely spiritual and I'm hoping that that spiritual transformation will impact each and every area of my life. So it hasn't been just one, it's been several. Wow. Well, that's what, I mean, yeah, because when you, you know, because you got to make that, you have to make that transition, you know, do something different. What made you want to get into being a therapist? Was it something that you went through in life or is it something you just always had a passion for? Honestly, I don't think that I will ever know. Fully know. Why you got it? I will never fully be able to pinpoint when I was like, I want to do this, but I all, right. I've always known about myself. Uh, I've always known about myself since I was a child that I wanted to change the trajectory. I knew that I was a person who was supposed, I was like, I don't like divorce. I don't like this. Mm-hmm. I don't like abuse. I don't like that. And so for me, it was about changing the family. And I, at first I wanted to be a family lawyer. Uh-huh. Um, and so, but I don't know how uh, it changed to family therapist. Mm-hmm. That's that's something that I will always wonder myself. <laughs> but I do know <laughs> that it's for the purposes of, um, you know, help wanting to help marriages glorify God in the way that He created. Hmm. That is something because, you know, we all have, you know, something that, you know, impacted, you know, I like to make us choose a certain uh, a career, you know, and it's, uh, and, it's, and it's tied some kind of, and we don't even know why. You know, I always sat back and, and, and when it came down to me, because I did corrections for like 19 and a half years, right? So when I was doing corrections, one of the things I remember, I'm going to say this and we're going to get ready for a break and so I, I remember you know my aunt and she was uh, we stayed in the project and I remember being outside looking down on the ground I never felt beautiful and things like that didn't feel important and I was just outside sitting on the ground I was just thinking to myself look at these little itty bitty ants and they were doing their thing and things like that and I remember looking at those little ants and I was saying to myself, oh, these ants, like, they're just doing their thing, just walking around and things like that. They reminded me of me, like, they bored just like I was bored. And, and then, um, and then I, I remember my aunt walking up to me, and then she called, she called me Lon. My name was, my name is Yolanda, of course. And my nickname was Londa, but she always called me Lon. 
I don't know why she called me lying. But she always called me lying. She had been working for the prison for so long. But she had, she had this nice, perfect body. And she had this big old, beautiful afro. And her nails was always long. They were her natural nails. And they were so long and beautiful. They always were pretty and clean. And... And she was with like clear polish on them. I just remember all this stuff, right? And her shirt was pressed. It was always perfectly pressed. And her pants that she wore was perfect. It was almost as if they were tailor-made to her body. It was like, I want a perfect outfit and body. I want to look like that. I want to be like that. And she was just always just very poised. I was just eloquent poison. You know, just always made me feel safe and feel important. And she was the baby of the family, but she was the baby girl of the family. And I always remember, I want to be like her. I want to I wanna be that person. But as time went by, not knowing that the things that I went through in life was, I think the reason why I was born to that is because correction, it ties in to me being a seer, being a prophet, being, you know, a very straight to the point, get this right. Now, I didn't even know all that tied in. Didn't even know. And so I was just like you. Just I really didn't have an answer of how you know, it connected. But as I got older, I realized that it did tie in some kind of way. That's why I was drawn to that career. You know, and it, you know, it's, it's just amazing how things just, you know, when you're a child, you're a baby, those things start to develop yes. as a child. And, you you know, you oh, start yeah. thinking about that you know what I'm saying? Like when you're young and you were like, I was I always wanted to be this as a child. And that's how come we have to be very careful when it comes down to the development of our children and what they say they want to be. That's why your teacher used to ask us questions. Remember, they used to ask us when we were babies or young to say, what do you want to be? And you know, you'd be like, well, how why would you ask us about that? Like them children really know. But you know what? That was something yes. very important. No, because... Those children are revealing to you what's really inside of them. And their innocent little person don't even know what they're really saying, but they just know what they like, what they're drawn to. That's amazing. So I just had to share that. Yeah. I just had to share that. And, well, oh, I forgot um, to tell you about Oh, Go ahead, Queen. Well, I will say this. Um, I grew up with a stepfather and, you know, my stepfather, my mom, my biological father all grew up with step families. Um, there's been divorce in all of our families. And, you know, as I've grown up, I've put things together, I've put a lot of stories together, and I've asked questions. I was definitely going to be asking questions. Um, even my family was like, How do you know that? I was like, Because I asked. <laughs> mm -hmm. And uh, they couldn't believe that I had that information. But it's like I've just, I've always been interested in how the past got us here. And I wanted to change it. So that's, I, I can definitely say that, yes, I think that I do know, yes, um, how I got. But if you ask me, when did I plan to be a therapist? I, yeah, I wouldn't even know when I transitioned. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm telling you, hey. Because if someone would ask them, like, you know, I can only go back to that, that childhood moment. And and I wanted to share this before I, before we before we take a break. So when my aunt walked up to me and she said, Lon, I remember looking up 
could not see her beautiful face. But I seen that afro and I seen the sun beaming from behind her big hair. And I remember saying she's an angel because that's what it looked like. I was on the porch living in the project, sitting up, playing with the ants, and looked up at her, and the sun was beaming in my eyes. And all I could see the silhouette of her body. And I could see, you know, her hair and the sun beaming through her, her hair, you know, because, you know, when you've got an afro, there's some, you know, thin, you know, thin areas to it. You could see a little bit of the sun beaming from the back and stuff. It was just a beautiful, just a beautiful vision. And I still see it today. And I remember saying, that's an angel. I want to be just like her when I grow up. But anyway, anyway, <laughs> we're going to pause right now. We're going to go ahead and get, get uh, to do something a little different than what we're gonna do. So we're gonna pause break for a moment. We're gonna do some advertisement and then we're gonna start back with the questions. So tune, stay tuned. Welcome, welcome to the Being Queen Radio Talk Show and Podcast. I am your host, Queen Yolanda Mitchell, and this is our time for advertisement. And so we just want you all to know some of the beautiful things that we are doing. So I am Yolanda Mitchell. I have a magazine, which is Nubian Queen Magazine, NBQ Magazine. If anyone is interested in getting on the cover or inside or even on the back of NBQ Magazine, you have to email me at nbqmagazine at gmail.com. That's nbqmagazine at gmail.com. Listen, if you would like to spotlight yourself or spotlight someone, if you would like to get your pastor, your mother, your father, someone you love, a child, someone who just graduated, and you want to put them inside to honor them inside of MBQ Magazine. It is a beautiful magazine. you got to get them inside of the magazine. I absolutely love it. There have been several people that have been on the cover and beautiful people that are doing some great things inside, and you will be one of them whenever you email me, and I can send you more information on how to get inside of MBQ Magazine. Also, y'all know I have a shapewear line. Y'all need to go on to my website. Check out my shapewear line. I'm going to be adding some more little pieces to it. And if you want to get something, you see I don't have it, hey, check me out. And um, just message me. Just email me. I'll say email me at mbq, I'm sorry, no, mynewqueen36 at gmail.com. It's mynewqueen36 at gmail.com and ask me if I have a particular item I will look for. If I cannot get your item to you, guess what? I will help you find one, okay, that will suit you and your needs. And that is it for now. I want you all to definitely continue to stay, stay tuned in to Zenith Radio. If you would like to have your own radio show, if you would like to have your own podcast, if you would like to have your own TV show, y'all have to uh, get in contact with me by way of NBQ Talk Show at gmail.com. That's NBQ Talk Show at gmail.com. And we could connect you all with our great and wonderful founders of Zenith Radio, which is Dr. Alton and Dr. McKay Natson. We are truly a family, and we will connect you all. If you all would like to take whatever you're doing to the next level, I pass the mic to Pastor Queen Ernestine. Yes, 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 yes. I am super excited about everything that I got coming up. And so I definitely want to just start off by saying that 
my book, Free by Love. My new book, Free by Love, is available on Amazon. You can get it on Amazon for $14.99. You can get the ebook of Kindle for $5.99. Both books can be purchased on Amazon. The ebook and the the regular hard cover. And so I, I want you all to know as well that I'm doing a special two books for $25. You get it, a special gift wrap book with a postcard autographed by yours truly and a bookmark. So you get two books for $25 and the purpose of you receiving two books is for you to sew a book into someone else. This is a book of healing, a book of deliverance, a book of ministry about my life. And it's going to bless so many people. I'm already getting testimonies. And with that being said, I am doing my virtual book tour for those who have been tuning in. You know, we started off with Zoom, then we ended up on doing a Facebook Live with the one established, the one and only established Queen Yolanda Mitchell. And we took it to the clubhouse street. And so I will be ending my virtual book tour on Saturday, July 15th in clubhouse on the poetic plug clubhouse room. So that is my spoken word uh, community. What better way to end the book tour in the spoken word community with the poetic plug family. And guess what? The clubhouse family. So I just want you all to know the Poetic Plug, we will be there on Saturday, Saturday, July 15th, 2023, at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you don't have Clubhouse, go to your Play Store, download the app, look me up. That's D as in dog, A as in apple, Poetic Plug, the Poetic Plug Clubhouse. Also tune in to us on Second Fridays. Uh, every second Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we do all authors, all poets, all spoken word artists. We just open up the singers, songwriters, rappers, lyricists. Oh, come through, plug your content, plug your book, come on stage, share your talent, share your gift. This is amazing room, amazing space. So, again, that's the poetic plug on Clubhouse. And also the word of the day. To the word of the day, family, thank you all for tuning in on the internet and on Clubhouse, but we are here, Prophetic Inspiration Room on Clubhouse, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and every second and fourth Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So you guys see me here every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Zenith Radio, Nubian Queen Talk Radio Show. So tune in, follow me, Instagram, IG, Earn for Love. That's E-A-R-N, the number four, L-U-V as in Victor. E-A-R-N, the number four, L-U-V as in Victor. And Facebook as Ernestine L. Smith. That's E-A-R-N-E-S as in Sam, T as in Tom, I-N-E, Ernestine L. Smith on Facebook. I pass the bike back to you, Queen Yolanda. And thank you. And this has been honest to hear. Y'all know y'all heard her talk today. Soft spoken, beautiful woman of God is doing some great things. And guess what? She was in the book collaboration, elevation to queen status. And she talked about her story. 
She talked about how she got to the place that she's at right now. And so this has been a great interview. I'm so excited because I know that you all are getting something out of this, and I'm just elated to have her on the show tonight. This has been a whole blessing. And so I do have another question for you, uh, Queen. So the question is, if you can give an affirmation to the kings and the queens who are listening in right now, what would be something that you would say to them? Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would say, oh my goodness, that's so hard. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if I could give you an affirmation, Mm-hmm. I would say um, you are an answer. You are a solutionist. Um, you are here to touch mm. me. Come on. You are the David oh. to Saul. Oh, oh. My, my. Mm-hmm. You have to be a servant leader. Mm. Okay. Okay. Well, that's good. Okay. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That listen, you have to be a David to Saul. You have to be a servant leader. On you and My God, you know <laughs> I'm what I'm sorry, Queen. Ooh, that thing's a no, hit my belly. You are an answer. Uh, we always looking for on. an answer. We always looking for a solution. But you are. Yes, <laughs> you Ooh, are. That thing. <laughs> you are the answer. Look. I'm going to walk that uh-huh. one. Thank you for the information. <laughs> I know that's right. I know that's right. Because when you think about it, we all are an answer to someone's prayer. When someone, they say, I've been looking for someone like you. I've been looking for someone who do what you do. I've been looking for someone that speaks like you, talk like you. And that's why it's so important that we be who God created us to be unapologetically. This how come we have to be unique individual that God created us to be because there's someone out here in the world that are looking for people just like us with the strength with the uh, particular personality speak like we speak even though I you know even I talk fast right but I guarantee there's somebody <laughs> that's looking for someone just like me and they may say you know we probably can tweak a little something here and there maybe have her to talk a little bit slow but she's perfect or you know what she's perfect I love how fast she talks. I know why she talks so fast. And guess what? I can hear everything she's saying. Like, she's perfect. Listen, we are an answer to someone's prayer. Queen Ernestine, go ahead and eat it up. I'm on, on, on me. Come on. Come talk to me. Cut your, just get this mic together. Go ahead. Talk to me. Eat it up. <laughs> uh-huh. that, thing, that thing just hit my belly. That thing just really, really uh-huh. hit my belly. When she uh-huh. when she spoke about you being an answer because even with the scripture, mm-hmm. money money answers all things and, and what you were just saying that you you don't even know those that that's walking around with breath in their body, you don't even know that you are the answer prayer to someone's prayers. You are the answered prayer right. to someone's prayer. You know, even to a spouse it's like Somebody might met a, their dream husband, and they prayed for that husband, and they are an answer prayer, a staff, like you were just saying, you know, I need help. I, I need some destiny helpers. I, and, and, and someone came along and said, hey, queen, I know how to do that. I can assist you with that. You're an answer prayer. 
So you walking around looking like got all these questions and you the answer. Woo! See, you don't mess with me. And I keep saying, and this this is, this, oh, God, help me, Jesus. This this has been in my spirit for a while. I keep saying that the why doesn't matter. You know, even in business, we always about the why. But the Lord, the Holy Spirit, because, you know, what's spiritual is spiritual. What's carnal is carnal. And the Holy Spirit said to me, um, you stop being concerned about the why. You need to be concerned about the who, W-H-O. The why doesn't matter. It's the who that matters. It's who you are and who you know, who's you belong to. My God. And so you have to understand, if you know the one who is the answer to all things, you know the one who's over everything, and he the one that lives on the inside of you, Queen, you don't even know what you did with that affirmation. You are the answer. You know why you're the answer? Because you got the answer living on the inside of you. Oh I'm just trying to. I, I I feel my preaching man coming up. You you know I'm come on now. It. I can walk that now. You got the answer and you now. are the answer. You don't only have the answer, but you are the answer. So I, I I'm I'm just reminded of what Queen Victoria was speaking about um, earlier when she was talking about her process, and even in the mm-hmm. process, you know, she kept getting up. She kept pressing. You know, and, and, and she birthed her purpose through her perseverance. And because of yes. her press, because of her yes, because she said yes, because she answered the call, somebody is saying yes because of her yes. Woo. Let me say that. Because she said yes. Because she answered the call. Somebody that's eating off her tree, somebody that's watching her walk, Somebody that's listening to the sound of her voice on tonight because of her yes, because of her answer, somebody else is saying yes. So I'm, see, she don't mess me up. I'm trying to let y'all go home, okay? But Queen Victoria, <laughs> you you don't mess me up, Queen. And, and we're going to let you, we're going to let you give your contact information of how people can reach you. But I promise you, I, I know with the field that you're in, but you need to put that on your wall. You need to put that in a book. You need to put that on as a motto. You are the answer. Because oh. you just blessed me with that. And I know you blessed the world with that affirmation. So thank you. Thank you for your yes. Queen, thank you yeah. for answering the call. Thank you for your prayer. Thank you. God ain't finished with you yet, baby. But I just want to say thank you. Thank you. We look forward to another interview with you. So at this time, I, I, I'm I'm so messed up right now, Queen Queen Yolanda. I'm messed up. So I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you get get the rest of the night with this Queen because she don't mess me up. I'm t- hey. I'm trying not to. I'm trying to hold my mute. She don't mess me up with that one. Okay. Ooh, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, God bless you. I'm God bless you, Queen Listen. Victoria. <laughs> She's like, what I do? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta Queen, Queen Victoria, you gotta tell people how can they reach you so they make more you know, want to know more about your mentorship and you know, how can they come to you so they can learn more about, you know, your therapy and, you know, how can they purchase your book and, you know, um, just just give us some of your links and your, you know, uh, 
social media uh, so we can have people to reach out to you and things like that. Tell us what you have. Yes, ma'am. Um, so in order to connect with me, you can definitely find me on Facebook and Clubhouse at Victoria Barber. That is B as in boy, A-R, B as in boy, O-U-R. Um, I do have a ministry called Poised Women's Ministry Group on Facebook also. Um, it is private, but you can request to get in. Um, on Instagram, it is the Victoria Barber. And also my email is, uh, is barber underscore V at yahoo.com. Uh, the book Elevation to Queen Status um, the collaboration book is on Amazon. Uh, it is available for Kindle and paperback. Um, but I do want to say this because when, during one of my classes in the, in the doctoral program, like I said, I go to Liberty, which is the Christian institution. Um, we were given a passage that I had never come across before. And it is in Romans eleven twenty nine. Romans eleven twenty nine, and I am reading from the Message version just because I like the way that it that it sounds. And it says, uh-huh. "God gifts, God's gifts, and God's call are under full warranty, meaning that it is never canceled, never rescinded." So I want to encourage everyone that um, increase of your value comes through Christ Jesus. Um, and if you want, want to uh, retain that increase and continue to increase in more rims, um, I definitely want to encourage you to say yes to Christ if you already have not or if you are in Christ and there's something that you need to say yes to, please do that. Uh, your gifts and your call are under full warranty. It will never be canceled nor rescinded. Uh, you just have to say yes. And that is it. And that is it. Oh, this has been, yes, this has been such a blessing. And we thank you again for your yes. (laughs) And um, this has been, this has been wonderful. And thank you for your time, Queen. And for you listening audience out there, y'all make sure y'all follow her. Make sure y'all follow her on social media platforms. If y'all need anything of any of her services, y'all have the information now. That's why we tell you all, pull out your pen and your paper so you can write down the information. Because we have great people such as Queen Victoria on our radio show. But we love you, kings and queens, and thank you for your time. Um, And thank you for listening in to this show in its entirety. We love you all. Take care of yourself. Peace and blessings.